0: On tonight's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if Hellstrom is closing out stronger than it opened, if Fear the Walking Dead can be as good as it was last week, and if entering Magneto is as sexy as it sounds. All of that and more on the all-new Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet where we review every live-action television show based on a comic book or a comic book property. My name is Cassie, and it's come to my attention that maybe you don't know me. So just let me allow me to introduce myself. Again, my name is Cassie. I'm the host of this episode. Uh, I'm a Scorpio. I love, love dogs, do not like walks on the beach, um, and that's all about me. And this show, like I said, it's my job here as the host to lead us through all this comic book TV, which I need some friends to help me with. So I'm just going to let them introduce themselves as well. Uh, here with me, as always, is the one, the only, Ryan.
1: Hi, I'm Ryan. Uh, I don't understand who would like long walks on the beach. Uh, walking on the beach is terrible, and walking for a long time is terrible. So okay, Thank th-
0: you, 100%. I've never understood why people always say they like long walks on the beach. Like It's hard to walk in it. There's sand everywhere. Like Why is this a good time?
1: You get sand into uh, both pairs of socks you're wearing and the shoes that you're wearing. Yeah. That and sucks.
0: When, and the jeans, it gets all on your jeans. It's a terrible It's on tag. your jeans. It's the um, worst. And,
1: and I'm not a Scorpio. I'm, in fact, a Gemini. Do you know what my wife said to me last night? <laughs>
0: no. What did she say?
1: She said, if you met you, you would hate you. And <laughs> I, think, I think that's bullshit. And part of it is I'm a Gemini, right? So that's the, that's the twins. It, it'd probably be the only person I ever got along with. Oh,
0: man or it is like twins that like eat each other in the womb like it's either you guys are super down or you're sworn enemies
1: oh if i met me right now i would eat the shit out of his womb hello <laughs> god damn it no
0: and that's all you need to know about ryan i uh, of course we have my other host one of many mikes how's it going mike
2: i i good i like that it's not one twin eats the other it's that they eat each other in the womb like that <laughs> snake that eats itself <laughs> <laughs> the, the horror <laughs> What an so both come out dead. Uh I like long walks but not on the beach. The beach is bad. I, I there I mostly I don't want to introduce myself I want to talk about what you guys are talking about the beach is bad especially if it's like cuz it's always in a romantic setting and you're going to get like a sandy hand job and that's not good for anybody.
1: <laughs> Every, man knows Did I'm you like guys leading. Did you guys both date sandy hand job in high school like I did?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes so I wrong. did.
1: Um what is long Mike? Like what I, I have a feeling that for me and maybe Cassie, 10 minutes is long and like, it should be two minutes. And for you long is like four and a half hours.
2: Yeah. My, like my birthday a couple years ago, I went on like a 12 mile hike. Ugh,
0: that's entirely way too many miles. Is the, no. To
2: punish myself for living another year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a cancer. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> on this society. And I'm a Taurus. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm so glad you guys got to introduce yourselves, Um, and now they just get to know us throughout this podcast and everything that we do. Because you know, any new listeners out there, welcome to this. I'm glad you guys have.
2: Are you like expecting a new glut of listeners? Like I know every Mm -hmm. week we have them, but like something. Are you doing something particularly that? Uh, It's Hellstrom week, baby. It's
0: (laughs) it's week.
2: <laughs> all those hey hellheads.
0: <laughs> i bribed some tiktok witches to bring some new listeners to us so oh, cool. i've got some dark oh, these aren't the b- baby
2: witches who try to curse moons right we want <laughs> legit officiated wishes no i
0: went for the baby witches because i i like oh, i like their no. spunk <laughs> I like what they're bringing so welcome all to all of them thanks for being here and i i'm I, really gonna need their help
1: i guarantee you that this is Maybe we shouldn't talk about this. This isn't an on-air meeting, but over the next, probably like, over the last two weeks and over the next, like, six weeks, uh, I guarantee you that the vast, vast majority of new listeners are because of X-Men, the animated series, and (laughs) nothing to do with the current shows that we're watching.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that that definitely makes more sense, because let me tell you, for the main event, you guys, we are talking about Hellstrom. We got two whole episodes of that in the... Wow, was it a journey? So, and we might need these TikTok witches to explain some things to us. So, we're actually going to jump right into that for the main event coming up next. <coughs> On episodes six and seven of Hellstrom, Damon and the Devil Gang finally face down the demon inside their mom, and it's not their dad, it's someone else. Meanwhile, Anna is getting closer to crossing a line, and Damon might just have the hots for Gabriella. So, Taste Buds, I ask you this Are we. As we get closer to the end of the first season, which of the siblings is more engaging, Damon or Anna?
2: Ooh, Gabriella. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually not it wouldn't be good, but if you got rid of the Hellstrom siblings, the show would be better.
0: Yeah, I, I, it was for sure.
1: I I I sort of agree. I have a I have a thing for um Jake Peralta's wife. What's her name? Amy? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And Gabby has that Amy energy. Um she does. so I sort of just pretend that there's going to be a crossover soon, and maybe Rosa can come in and just kick the shit out of these two fucking siblings. Um, but yeah, and then Hastings is the mm-hmm. you know the lady that sort of raised them, but probably has secrets. And then Bunny from the Wire, the caretaker,
2: the caregiver, the caretaker. Taker? Yeah, <laughs> the well, ca- yeah, I think the caregiver taker raised Anna, and Hastings mm-hmm. raised Damon. And, and the way like the blood, this other new group is talking. That these kids are demons, and there's other people in this world who have wanted to kill them forever, and it's basically because of Hastings and Bunny that they're alive.
1: Rich, yeah. incredible writing, folks. Uh, we need a gang. What should it be called? Blood. blood. Has, has that? Has it? Has, have we ever had a gang called the Bloods? No, use well, that shit.
2: There's a lot of blood in what we do, and we hang out in crypts often. Should we be the Blood or the Crypt? What do you think? It's a stupid show.
0: It's it's I, it's not a great show.
2: I'm not
1: sure who to blame more, and I guess maybe that's why we're here today to figure out who the blame goes to um, but i I can't believe how quickly I switch from oh no, you're the boring one, no, you're the <laughs> boring one throughout the course of these episodes uh, they it's it's not a it's not a good show and it's got a lot of issues, but issues number one a and one B are definitely these two siblings who are Probably talented actors. I know that the person who plays Anna is talented. I've seen her in other stuff. Uh, they're so underwritten, and the banter is so bad that you just you absolutely have nothing to hang your hat on.
2: Uh, and before they realize the demon is not their dad that they think is their dad, and it was never really explained, suddenly Anna went, that's not dad. That was the big reveal. She just for no reason when that's not dad and cried or you know what
1: maybe it was explained and all three of us are like yeah we don't know though like
2: (laughs) who who knows but uh earlier uh she's talking to hastings and this is the kind of banter they give anna she goes uh let me guess someone who's related related to us whose name rhymes with dad (laughs) that that's that's not even first draft level banter what the fuck are you talking and like it would be almost fine if she did that if then hastings and bunny like roasted her for the next four <laughs> minutes in the show, <laughs> like for what a stupid non-joke she just told. There's, there's
1: one that's better or worse. I don't know which, but at some point, I think she tells her mom, small talk is the emoji of polite conversation. Mm-hmm. And in my notes, I just drew the eye rolling emoji. Like <laughs> fucking, I wish that I had emojis instead of listening to you speak.
2: The, the problem is she says stuff that makes her seem like a total asshole. But I don't think the show thinks she's a total asshole. If that was the point, is like, look at this uppity, like, she hangs out at art galleries in Brooklyn, bitch. Cool. But they off they think she's badass, so that is not cool.
0: Yeah, it's so hard to understand any of these characters. The writing is the worst. It seems like they didn't put, like, any effort into it at all. Like, it's literally, it's the most wild thing I've ever watched. I did have, like... Did you guys feel a difference between, like, episodes uh, six versus seven? Like, the first one we watched versus the second? Because the first one, for me, was a bit more exciting just because of the amount of action in it. Like, once they yeah. didn't get to, like, talk as much and there was more, like, just big things happening, I was like, okay, it's got a cool story somewhat, but... Well, yeah, they're, they're,
1: and we talked about this with Fear of the Walking Dead last week, is that we had a focused episode. It was, you know, they were locked in this hospital and mm-hmm. they had a villain to fight. And so we understood... The problem was seven, and you know we didn't we didn't plan this out. So like we were gonna get to an end of a storyline or anything. It just worked out that we're doing six and seven. Seven at the end of six, they're like, "Oh shit, everything that we knew was wrong," and then at at so seven is like, "What do we do now?" Yeah. <laughs> and we just stand them. We watch them stand
2: around. But it also felt yeah, like the writers went, "What do we do now?" <laughs> Not just the characters and we, we didn't get like a crazy rib monster in 7 that we got at the end of 6 where the guy's oh, nice. ribs literally opened up and there was a mouth in there I could yeah. use some more of that weird shit
0: I feel like that's the one area that they do try, except my problem is I watch this show on my tiny phone, and it's just so fucking dark. Like, I can't see half the shit happening because it is filmed so dark. I like have to bring it up to you my can't, I don't
2: think you can blame the show on this, man. You watch I'm yeah, going bla- to blame the <laughs> show <laughs> this is on this. <laughs> this is, Look, I watched The Tree of Life on my phone, and I don't get why people say it was such a <laughs> cinematic masterpiece.
0: <laughs> Avatar was not that great, let me tell you. It, it did be- really...
1: I just beat the Citizen Kane Game Boy game, and I don't understand what everybody is <laughs> all about.
0: Okay, all right, cool. So this one's on me. The character writing is on them, though, so I'm not yes. going to take responsibility for that one.
1: Do people know, Cassie, that you live with a uh, natural 20s Caitlin, and your TV has been totally destroyed by Smallville so you can't watch anything else?
0: Yeah, I gotta like watch it in secrecy. It's like a dark thing I do anytime I watch any of these shows. It's just like me hiding on my tiny little phone like, don't look over. Don't look at what I'm doing.
2: It's like a 13-year-old watching porn try to hide it from their yeah. parents. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, will say that,
1: I will say that the, the tummy monster, McRib as we are calling him, uh, <laughs> was was pretty freaky. It was cool. Uh, it was nice to watch Damien and Anna like still destroy him but still be like, fuck like they've been doing this shit all their lives they're like ew god (laughs) damn but i still the show finds a way to fuck it up because as they light him on fire then we we get the performance of the tummy monster and the way that he says oh god is so much closer it's not somebody burning to death it's somebody who just like stubbed their toe like he's just like oh god oh god oh god
2: (laughs) okay Based on that, you've never stubbed your toe, Ryan, because it is the most painful thing I've ever been through. Oh,
1: what I meant to say is that he was orgasming just like I do.
2: (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God.
0: (laughs) So, is there, like, any... Do you think there's any hope for these characters getting better? Because this is now a midpoint, and I know we haven't been watching it, but it's clear these characters haven't, like, really worked for it.
1: Yeah, I mean... I think that... I think that, especially in the sixth episode, the Far Superior episode, you can... See them trying to arc a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. with with Damien, it really is like batting eyelashes at Gabby. Yeah, uh-huh. and that's sort of it. Like he he was so cool, and now maybe he cares about people sometimes, and that's Gabby's influence. That's all we get. And then mm-hmm. for Anna, like like you said in the intro, Cassie, uh, Anna's about to cross this line and then doesn't, and we all knew she wouldn't because they don't sell us on any any move that the characters make, but. So that they, they can't arc, and, but they have to seem like they're going to arc, but they won't. So mm-hmm. it's, it's just doggy paddling. It's 10 episodes of doggy paddling where you, you, you had the time to have all the stakes possible. You could have made these the worst characters. You could have killed them off. You could have done whatever you wanted. No one is paying attention. You could have done whatever, and they just refused it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so the, the line that she almost crossed is uh, her partner, Chris, his I think boyfriend... Yeah, Chris's boyfriend Derek is a cop and finds out that they that somebody in their building has been using police files, and so it looks like she's going to kill him. Instead, she just hugs him and cries. Uh I like Chris. If this show is about Chris and Derek dealing yeah. with these asshole twins, I'm in. <laughs> that was yeah. the one
0: character that like was saving it for me. Every time he was on the screen, I was like, This guy, this guy's good. Give him the show. Like I could follow him as he like doesn't want to be a part of the spooky stuff, but is. At yeah, one point, she-
1: Uh, At one point, Chris and Kevin are having lunch and Hannah walks in and she's like, hey, Chris, what's your problem? And Kevin's like, oh, I think it's because he works at a super stressful job with fucking (laughs) bitches all the time. Maybe that's it, Anna.
2: Yeah, that that, that was definitely good boyfriend defense and I I like uh, Anna like mentally throws a box of... Very expensive vases, uh, when she's fighting with Chris, and then he just goes, Throw a shit fit if you want. Like, I did like it's like, I don't care that you could rip me in half with your brain right now. You're being a little child, yeah.
0: That was, I was so glad they pulled that move because I was like, Oh, please don't tell me he's now gonna like back down from her. And he was just straight up like, All right, you little child, like <laughs> put your <laughs> but pull up your pull ups.
1: I thought that <laughs> that's why they're called that. I thought that was super interesting though, that like the support of the relationship sort of, uh, I don't know, like emboldens them you know like the fact Mm -hmm. that i know that kevin is there or i know that chris is there like sort of gives them more strength whereas they probably would back down so it is the most interesting part the other thing too about anna even though we knew for a fact she wasn't going to do anything with kevin because the the show refuses to sell anything i'm not even sure how powerful she is because it seemed like she brought kevin to the fucking edge of death and then when she lets go kevin's she's like are you okay and kevin's like yeah i just I feel slightly woozy, like 1% woozy, (laughs) and and that's it. And otherwise, I'm totally fine, and nothing's wrong with me.
2: When her power is, like, if she hugs, drains somebody, does she see, they see her past, and that's what fucks them up? Like, I was very confused with the weird flashbacks of young Anna stabbing a guy in the leg.
0: I don't know if that was to, like, I think that was them, like, toying with, like, her crossing that line of being the full monster. Like, this is, like, that was a Mm. moment as a kid, she also almost, like... Went, followed her dad's footsteps or whatever as she was like on the murder. She was the murder apprentice or whatever the fuck. So, and cl- classic murder mom apprentice. moment, not just
1: for this mom, but for any mom, uh, at the worst possible time says, You remind me so much of your dad. Like, <laughs> to Anna, she knows that, the, you know, Anna's dad is a fucking serial killer. It might be Satan and just waits for it to hurt the most. You remind me of your dad.
0: <laughs> That's when straight up I was like, Oh, it actually is Satan inside of her. That is dad. And I was like, It's still there. He's still there. But nope. Mm-mm. I'm still so confused and, on that plotline, too. Like, we don't know. So, we don't know anything, right? They had this good storyline going, and then they were like, it's all nothing. Like, we don't know and, who was in uh, we, there.
2: Yeah, that Do, was some random other demon. Man. I think that we're supposed to know who it is.
0: <laughs> That's fucking wild. Because, uh, wow, well, couldn't get anything from it at all.
2: But, but it was after that big fight scene that ended six, she looked up and went, oh, that wasn't dad. But th- there was no moment. There was no s- swell. There was no, like, I could have used a flashback there to watch her put the pieces together. But suddenly she just, like, blinked and went, oh, that wasn't dad. Like, it was, what the shit?
1: She was like, oh, that wasn't dad. You know who it was? It was, and then
2: Damien was like, shut up. I hate you. I'm, wa- I'm, I'm walking <laughs> away. I-, I don't even care. You're stupid. Dr. Hastings is my family.
0: Oh, man, that fight was absolutely the worst. Their, like, big blow-up after that, when they're just yelling the most dumb arguments at each other i I couldn't stand it that's when i like lost all energy
1: i do like the fact though that we're now all over the place right like there's no focus on this show so let's just fucking let's Hey, if the show won't do it why would we i i like the fact that although it's not their mom because their mom's possessed by a demon she is whoever they're possessed by still a mom has a son her son uh-huh. now has, like, a broken face and ribs and stuff. Is a demon just falling apart. But that's who gets the motherly attention now. Just like, yeah. oh, oh, baby, we're going to get you back to right. And everyone who comes in there is like, dude, you can't fix this demon. Look at him. He's, he's falling <laughs> yeah. apart. The
2: other demons are like, hey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jaw hanging off. Yeah, that's when she was like, my child still has a purpose. And I was like, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think, not for that one, nuh but there, I, I can't tell you what there are any plot lines. I don't know where this show is going, and I'm not. And gonna that's try after to two out.
1: hours. And we, we should know, right? We should know. Mm-hmm.
2: This is the kind of thing, like I mean, there's you leave some stuff hidden because of world building. But uh, they took the blood, took Bunny, and to find what knife would kill Damon, they were just stabbing Bunny with a bunch of <laughs> knives. But it, I could have used a bit more explanation of why that was part of it.
1: Well, maybe that was in the five episodes that we missed, but.
2: Nah, I, it's probably this show's fault, not our fault for skipping.
1: <laughs> I, I loved Bunny's reaction. Uh, just like, oh no, not that one. That one, Oh, you're, you're an idiot if you pick that knife. Definitely not. <laughs> no, no, put that one. Shit, shit, shit.
0: <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, is there. Before I, we go,
1: have you guys heard a single person in your real life or on Zoom as we talk to people or on an internet article or anything talking about this show?
2: no you No.
0: Know, absolutely not. we might be the three <laughs> i think like it's when you like go like you know wikipedia has those like briefs like explanations of what happened and you go to like either the wikipedia or when you google it all of them say the exact same phrase there's like one person watching it and they are in charge of writing all the info for it it's all yeah, that's out me. there <laughs> and mike doing the lord's work satan's work
2: lord satan <laughs>
0: Well, if you want to jump on to this great show, it's on Hulu. You can stream it whenever. We're watching it 2 I 2 a week, every once in a while. Uh, coming up next is our pull list. We are back, and we're here for the pull list, where we talk about every other show we watch this week. First show, starting it off, is The Walking Dead World Beyond. On this episode... Out- this week's episode of The Walking Dead World Beyond, the group comes across a new guy by the name of Percy, who the kids thought was a cool world traveler but turned out to be a li- lying asshole. Hashtag men. Percy convinces the group to help him save his uncle who used to be a professional Las Vegas illusionist. Taste buds, I ask you. <laughs> last week we got a margaritaville and this week we get a Vegas magician. So what future tourist attraction do you think we'll run into as the show continues?
2: Oh, they're gonna have to hide like in the big ball of twine in Kansas. God,
1: Branson, don't don't a lot of people love Branson, Missouri, for some reason?
2: Yeah, that's where like who Yakov Smirnoff, like who else goes and hangs out down in Branson, Missouri? Like all all like weird has been celebrities,
1: formerly famous comedians. Um, the other place I would say is Orlando, Orlando.
2: <laughs> I would love. A legit roller coaster set piece on this show. Oh if they were God. on Matterhorn and fighting zombies,
0: <laughs> if they just had a little Disneyland adventure, that would be so good. I would love that. Do you or know how if-
1: fucking blown away, how destroyed that abominable snowman would be when it popped up, <laughs> and all all <laughs> of our heroes just scream and fire? <laughs> oh man, sorry, Elvis this like- is local humor, guys. You probably won't understand this. This is about Disneyland. You don't get it.
0: <laughs> if you've never been. Um,
2: Everybody knows the world-famous Matterhorn.
0: World-famous. And, of course, there's also the Six Flags attraction. And if we could still get that old guy dancing out there somehow, like, I <laughs> think
2: <laughs> that, <laughs> that would I want them to run into him next. Yeah. <laughs> He's just part of the crew.
0: <laughs> that would He's still spry. That would get me to watch this show, honestly. Um, so if you want to watch it, it's Sundays on AMC. Next show is Fear the Walking Dead. After last week's award winning episode, this week's Fear the Walking Dead features not a single lonely second of Garrett Dillahunt. Instead, we focus shit. on Dwight. I know, I know. Instead, we focus on Dwight and his long lost girlfriend. She's in a band of merry men who are planning on taking out Virginia. Taste buds, I ask you this. Did this episode even remotely live up to last week's The Key?
1: I mean, I think that we named it. We got a little ahead of ourselves, and we named it uh, the best episode of The Wire of all time. Like, we said it was this, it was the single greatest thing that's ever existed. So, by those terms, no. But by our typical feelings towards Walking Dead franchises, yeah, it was kind of good. Uh, they're fully in on the Western thing. Um, like, this didn't have all of the music and the Garrett Dillett hunt that last week did, but the Virginia's people have a tank, and... They rob it, and so there's a group of four people on horseback, like it's a train robbery with the, oh. and it did have the music and everything. And they run up to the tank and they jump on and they they steal it. Uh, That's awesome. And yeah, it was yeah. fucking thrilling. It was really cool and way more thoughtful than you think that most Walking Dead set pieces are. You know, like usually it's like, oh fuck, we forgot to put zombies in. Put a zombie there. All right, kill it. Now we're done. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, to not have zombies just to have this Western thing still going on. Uh, just th- this idea of if if society was to reset, we wouldn't reset and then just go right back to normal, but we would reset two or 300 years and then mm-hmm. slowly climb our way back up is I think one of, if not the most interesting thing that these shows have ever done.
0: Yeah.
2: Only took several series and years and years and years <laughs> to get there.
0: I do like that it seems to be, like this show seems to have, like how we talked about last week of where zombies are kind of like a back piece of the story. And not like just the main focus seems to be helping it a whole lot.
1: I don't know. I can't think of any zombies in this entire episode. Like that's so good. seriously none.
0: It's so good. I think that's like the best thing they can do. And of course, if they're listening, put more Garrett in there. Like if you want to put Garrett in there, bring our boy Garrett back.
1: We're on the hunt for more Dilla and (laughs) Skrilla. Um, The other thing that this episode did too is that things went awry, right? And they had to switch plans. And at some point they were like, oh, you know what we'll do? One guy, one guy was just like, oh, let's call Virginia. Tell her to come here instead. And then everybody's like, yep. And there was no like, no, we have to hunker down and plan this out for three <laughs> weeks. They were just like, what that guy said, we're doing it now. Oh, okay. And that makes an nice. episode motor, you know? Like now we yeah. don't have to fucking sit around. Yeah,
0: that's so good. I,
1: I am, I'm not mad at you guys for not watching it. Like I don't feel bad for you, but... Cause it's it was definitely skippable, but I'm not mad at me either. Like it was pretty cool. <laughs> you know,
0: that's that's as the long best. As you're comment. not mad. <laughs> that's the best comment that show could get, honestly. Because I expected you to be on here and be like, "Fuck you guys for making me watch this all alone." <laughs> like I was ready to get a full scolding right now, and I'm glad you don't hate yourself for watching it. So
1: that's a big I did win. bring. My, I brought my super soaker full of hot water that mm-hmm. I was just gonna hose you guys down with if you didn't watch it. But I don't Give even think a like full scolding. Yeah. <laughs> a scolding and a scolding. Um, so that's two, Cassie. How many more Walking Dead shows do we have to fucking do? Yeah, luckily,
0: one? that's it. Uh, Ryan, do you actually have a moment a week for this one, though?
1: Yeah, okay. So as much as I liked it, my moment of the week is during the big tank heist, which was really well shot and was actually thrilling. Uh, There's a part where Dwight is on the top of the tank, and the tank is, like, turning... It's not a tank, exactly. I just don't know what to call it. It's a very, very armored vehicle. And... The tank turns and Dwight rolls, but he is not grabbing on to anything. It's clear he's clearly just in a studio, and they move the bottom a little bit, and he's just
2: laying there like this,
1: and uh, <laughs> nothing happens. Uh, and for it, for
2: the listeners, Ryan's hands are just like flailing about as some sort of jazz fig- jazz finger dance. So
1: yeah, imagine just imagine sitting on a car and having the car turn at a million miles an hour, and your butt is so. But bootylicious, that it just holds on to the tank no matter what. <laughs> That's why you got to squat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why That's pre- why you
1: do squats. <laughs>
0: Prepare for the apocalypse. All right, you guys. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead is on Sundays on the AMC. That is it for the pull list. Coming up next, we're going to be talking about some X-Men villains. <laughs> we are back. We're here. Ryan, we have a fun little x-men some we're gonna be talking about some villains we got a fun little bullpen full of x-men <laughs> stuff here what's it full of what's this bullpen ryan what are we doing for it
1: oh man cassie are you nervous right now or- i gotta yeah,
0: give you was... the reins and i don't know i don't know how to give the reins over and um your
2: teeth were chattering and you were biting all your nails <laughs> was... in one fluid motion
0: i was full scooby-doo and shaggy right there like it, take take the reins ryan take the show take the my way- sweet little baby.
1: The smoothness, though, of you jumping into Mike's arms and still <laughs> chattering like that <laughs> was
0: amazing. We've been practicing, so thank you.
1: Uh, guys, let's talk more about X-Men than we already do. That's basically Good. the premise here. Um, <laughs> what we're going to start tonight is the, the true, the, uh, I'll wait for Mike to finish yawning. <laughs> the-
2: I was like, I'm going to need a lot of air, so I was just trying to suck in as much air as possible.
1: You were trying to suck for sure. <laughs> Uh, the unauthorized, authorized, <laughs> defining ranking of X Men villains. Um, so we're gonna start off today. We're gonna be building on this list for uh, the next five years of our life. Is I think that we what we committed to for doing this show. <laughs> um, that <sounds> about right. <laughs> So, we're gonna throw in the villains that we've seen so far, and then we're you guys are gonna add in some new ones just to get the list going uh if you guys come up with bullshit like I already know Cassie did, then we'll just put them at the bottom, and that will be the bar for the lower level villains
0: okay, so we're just gonna throw mine directly at the bottom. that's cool. I'm I like just that assuming uh-huh, of how just how you know me
1: that's my mutant power, I assume correctly um. <laughs> While we're ranking, though, I w- or before we rank, I want to talk about what ranking means. And no, I'm not saying there's a number at a, there's a person at a number and then there's another person at a lower number. When it comes to being a villain and ranking high, what exactly are you looking for, Mike?
2: Uh, I guess evil. So, you need a sweet. lot of evil.
0: Great answer. So strong. Right out the gate, gotta be evil.
1: Compelling. Ooh. That's. I think that's where I want to start, right? Uh, I think that a lot of people will say, like, who would win in a fight? They go number one, and then Mm, so on.
2: I don't give a shit about that. (laughs)
1: But (laughs) I think compellingness is where I would go to first.
0: Yeah, because they got to be able to, like, sell their character. Like, they need to draw me in in order, like, they can have the raddest power or, like, be this ultimate bad guy, but if they're not selling it, I I want no part of it.
1: Okay, so it's so I think what Cassie is saying, and remember what a big WWE fan she is, is mm-hmm. it's not just their compelling backstory and who they are as a person, but if they sell their power, you're <laughs> yeah. gonna die tonight, Professor X, and I'm gonna be the one to do it.
0: Look, yes, one hundred percent. That person if that person came out, they're automatically going high on the list for Bone me. Saw.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um what about this if they so we're going to go across uh, all cartoons all movies all comic books if they just had a quick appearance one time but they were awesome does that sort of move them down like do you have to have a long and luxurious history
2: I think to like make it up into like the top 10 or stay in the top 10 for sure I yeah. think that does matter
1: Okay And then my we don't talk about this a lot on this show but how much how important are costumes to you guys is that going to move people up and down the list because of their uh, iconic or terrible costume?
2: Yeah. There there are some that, like, would be much scarier, but then if you look at them more than a millisecond, you're like, well. <laughs>
0: yeah, to go back to, what was it that we watched, like, Legends of the Superheroes or whatever? Uh-huh. And, uh And whatever, Hawkman or whatever, like, his outfit was just so absurd. I know he was a good guy, but if he was a villain, I would have never believed him. I could not take that man seriously. <laughs> and his well, grandma or mom roasted him, so if their yeah. mom comes on and roasts them, they're going to move down on the list.
2: Yeah, that's fair.
1: But this, the costume part, I think is interesting because Mike, you're an old school fan. You love that Will Ferrell movie,
2: and (laughs) but like through the quad, through the gymnasium, sure.
1: Magneto, let's start with Magneto's costume because he's probably who we're going to start with. Um, That is a classic all time costume. But can you also see an argument, let's say Cassie has no history with the X-Men, of saying, that fool looks like the biggest fucking moron I've ever seen in my entire life.
2: <laughs> I, yeah, it, it's hard when you've grown your whole life being like, no, obviously that's one of the worst villains. But I could see if you just introduced and it was just this pink and purple cowl helmet thing, you're like, that's, that's who you guys are afraid of? Yeah, they did. They
0: made his suit incredibly tight in this animated version right now, and I can tell you what did make him more intimidating is the amount... He is incredibly more beefy than I thought he would have ever mm-hmm. been. He is. His shoulders are so wide, so beefy.
2: Cassie, if- He's an
1: old beefcake. If Mike and I were to say right now that Magneto is the slam dunk number one as we start this list, would you mm-hmm. have an argument?
0: I don't think so, because from what I've known, he's super powerful, and well- so he could control metal, and a lot of things have metal. But, like, it's... I don't know if it's that hard. You can still avoid metal. So, I don't know. Maybe not one.
2: Not when the first person you send into every fight <laughs> is Wolverine. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you just got to put him on the bench. I know they never do, but it is a very unfortunate for Wolverine, 100%. Uh,
1: you could try to put him on the bench, but he goes where he wants to go. So... <laughs> That's probably not going to work. Mike, I mean, tell me why you think Magneto should be one. I'm just assuming that you do.
2: Should be the the number one? Yeah, I mean, it's longevity really matters here. Badass costume, badass powers. And it's that he is a warped version of Xavier's dream. It is. Like, he's villainous enough that some people, like, the hashtag Magneto's right comes around every few years. Uh Like, that people are like, yeah, maybe... He should kill all humans because look at us. Uh, that's a pretty good villain if you can convince people that you're right. One of the <laughs> one of the
1: reasons that people like think X Men are so great is because they hear about the initial starting point, which was um, Professor X and Magneto are Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Right. Um, I think that Magneto has been twisted enough where that's no longer the case. I don't. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't classify as Malcolm X as a straight up terrorist, which Magneto always falls into. But yeah, when, when, I
2: also think like. It, he was never, cause at first he was like, uh, and here are my brotherhood of evil mutants. Malcolm X never was like, I'm Malcolm X and here's my brotherhood of evil men. <laughs> like he-
1: <laughs> right there in the branding, Malcolm, like you got to switch <laughs> something like that.
2: Get a PR agent.
1: Did he, was he like front and forward from his brotherhood of evil men or was Malcolm sort of in the middle?
2: He was oh in the middle. Oh, okay. Oh, man.
1: All right. See, this yeah. is
0: what, this why I was scared to let you host.
1: Oh yeah. Like I wouldn't have said that shit if you were hosting. Um, <laughs> We're going to move on to, I think, the biggest villain of the series so far, which is one Henry Gyrich, which we wouldn't think about a lot because he's not a mutant and he doesn't have powers, but he is a fucking yeah, burr in the ass fuck. of the X-Men for as long as I can remember.
2: He's evil because he's basically uh, the Mitch McConnell of the X-Men universe. Uh, he <laughs> Did is Mitch ruthless. McConnell get
1: inspired by this person? I think
2: his glasses look, definitely... Uh, and yeah, he's just evil. He's willing to sell anybody out for what he thinks. And it's like, he always says like mutants are evil. I believe in humanity, but it's really m- the money he gets from the Sentinels. Like he wants those sweet, sweet DOD contracts, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we can say below Magneto. Yes.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. The next one is Mike, you just mentioned it. Um, Henry Gyrich's I think creation, at least as far as the cartoon goes, which is the Sentinels. Um, this is much more iconic than Henry Guy but I don't know if the Sentinels were ever in a movie, were they?
2: They There's a flash of the Sentinels in a danger room scene in, I think, Days of Future Past. Damn, like bro. Like, you see it, you're like, oh, <laughs> shit, there's finally a Sentinel, but it's just like, oh, it's just the danger room?
0: Uh the Sentinels do seem pretty easy to, like, trick, though. Like, if they're not programmed for that specific, like, they let all the X-Men go because they just didn't know anything about them. Like, they're still a mutant, but they were, like, don't know anything about them, so walked away.
1: Yeah, it's like, if you program the Sentinel to be, like, kill Wolverine, and then it's like, oh, it's Gambit. Oh, fuck, and then it just explodes. <laughs> I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, I-, I love that, like, I guess it really leaned into, like, the purple and pink coding of villains is evil because like they're just garish and big I love how they look they don't look scary but they're just everywhere and fuck up malls and homes
1: yeah I mean (laughs) we gotta say that Magneto and the Sentinels have nothing to do with each other same exact designers same exact (laughs) person saying like these colors work go with it
0: and same designers as the Kool-Aid man because they only enter through side (laughs) side walls
1: (laughs) which segues us into the biggest X-Men villain the Kool-Aid man Uh, (laughs) number one do you guys think that the Sentinel should be above or below Henry Gyrich?
2: I, I mean, that's hard because they're more famous than him, but he created them. It's like Frankenstein versus Frankenstein's monster, you know? Yeah. So I And think Frankenstein's
1: should... uh, monster's creator, Frankenstein's mom, created Frankenstein's to create the Frankenstein's monster.
2: Word up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For sure. But I, I'm going to go with the creator has to be above the monster.
1: Go on, let's do another human. Next one is Bolivar Trask, who only had a couple minutes in episode two.
2: He's the doctor, right? Like Guyrich is the idea and money man, and he's the one who's like, "Well, I'll invent these fucking sentinels for you."
1: He's the Woz.
2: Yeah. Oh my goodness! I want this kind of movie now—a Woz and Jobs movie with Guyrich and Trask, uh,
1: famously played by Peter Dinklage, uh, and and he was pretty evil, right? Like he was a dick bag in that movie.
2: Yeah. I, I think they t- t- turned down a lot of, like, the scientist part of him. There, there's not a lot of mad scientist in that performance, I think.
1: So was, he was just, like, half the scientist that he was before?
2: Yeah. Not a short joke. <laughs> not a
1: short joke. Um, does he have more
0: screen time, like, on anything else, or is he kind of always, like, a brief?
1: I think he does stuff later, but yeah, I'm kind of drawing a blank with this guy. Should we just move him to the bottom?
2: Yeah, I think Gyrich really overshadows like fills the same role and overshadows it because Gyercho will like foam at the mouth and how he hates mutants and Trask is always like I'm a science guy.
1: <laughs> now, we've got one more villain that we've met in the cartoon series and I think that episode 3 that we're about to talk about was a big one for this person because we before we just saw him clips of him on the news, but in mm-hmm. episode 3 there's a history with uh, somebody who has histories when he wants to have histories, and that's Sabretooth. Um, how are we thinking as far as like iconic um, power and then like just the backstory of his history with Wolverine?
2: I think, yeah, based on all of that, one, he is the only one who consistently has kept the 90s headgear thing <laughs> and looks awesome for it. Yeah. Uh, I love the traditional look at Sabretooth. I hate that everybody's tried to avoid him. Uh In the movies, like what he should look like, yeah, I think he's up there, man. If breaking um, on leave Schreiber, right, yeah, played him in a movie
1: that's fucking crazy, yeah.
2: they should recast leave Re- Schreiber, but give him the big fur coat and the weird headgear, and then yeah. just be like, do it better.
0: Yeah, if they leaned into he's got such a good look in the in the animated one that like I can't believe they didn't and that's he's gotta move up just for that look alone. Like this is a WWE villain for sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: I he's also one of those nineties characters that uh, I was never clear as to what is costume and what is body. I do not know what he takes off when he gets into the shower.
2: I assumed he was naked at all times.
0: (laughs) There's muscles on this dude that don't exist on the body. Like they just they're not
2: there. Well, and that's why I love in the, in the cartoon we, we meet him just like on the news uh, he throws a cop cart at a cop helicopter <laughs> like I don't think Saber Teeth in the comics can do that but I love it <laughs> welcome to the resistance yeah his uh,
0: power wise though is, it's just like he's a big beefy a beefy boy
2: he's evil Wolverine all of okay. Wolverine's powers he has them but he's bigger evil Reign. Okay. evil Reign. love that
1: yeah, and the bigger you need because it makes the fights scarier. Because, again, and the cartoons do a pretty good job of this most of the time. Uh, Wolverine is like 5'2". You know? So yeah. when he goes after Sabretooth, it looks like there could be a fight. Um, the other thing that flips back and forth with Sabretooth between the movies and the comics and who's writing the comics is IQ. Uh, yeah. Sometimes he is like the WWE wrestler that Cassie described. I assume that all WWE wrestlers are morons. Uh, sometimes he can think for himself. What's, what's your guys' perfect Sabretooth?
2: I, I like Big the smart... <laughs> so different, because like, I think at his scariest is when he's basically a serial killer Wolverine. Mm. So, uh, and that's dangerous.
1: <laughs> okay, I, I think he's pretty iconic. I'm not sure where to go. We have Magneto number one, Henry Gyrich number two, and Sentinels number three. What are you guys thinking? Cassie, I'll start with you.
0: I'm feeling pretty good about a number two for Sabretooth.
2: Mike? Yeah, I, saber tooth for sure. Just for T-W-O. Tooth. That tooth,
0: iconicness.
1: Tooth. All right, we are almost out of time, but I want to round out the list a little bit. So Cassie, who is somebody that you want to talk about?
0: Okay, and uh, I took this as a challenge now because you said I would have some bottom tier motherfuckers. So I've brought on some ones that I think might be powerful, but I'm going to need your guys' help to know. So my first one is Onslaught which okay. uh, they are an amalgamation of the minds of Charles Xavier and Magneto. So two powerful <laughs> motherfuckers mixed together is going to make a powerful one.
2: That's just basic math right there.
1: Mike, does do you remember if Onslaught ever hits the animated series?
2: I don't think not. In the, no, I don't think so. Because I think Onslaught was a little after the animated series or like concurrent with. And even the animated series was like, that's too dumb. We're not doing it.
1: So on- uh <laughs> Onslaught to me, Onslaught happened in the time between when I was a kid reading comics and an adult reading comics, and mm-hmm. all I've heard is that it is the single stupidest fucking dumb shit bullshit of all time.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> look, I look mean, at him. He is, does he's that look cool to you? No, it look looks at, 90s cool.
0: It, look at all those muscles. Yeah, it had the same, it's the same color scheme and beefy man. Like, I thought I had a good pick right now.
1: Cassie, if you're into muscles and beefy men, we are in the perfect era for you. Like, you're about, <laughs> your mind is about to be blown. Wait till cable comes in.
0: Oh, man.
2: <laughs> Onslaught sucks.
1: Okay, <laughs>
0: okay. Well, all right then. All right. I guess I brought a bottom tier bitch then, so we can go ahead. And, like, is he at the bottom? Is he below
1: Bolivar the Trask?
2: Yeah, he's below Bolivar Trask. Oh, fuck, shit.
0: Dude. Fuck. All right. That's humbling.
1: Onslaught is at the bottom. Mike, I need somebody from you. Who do you want to add to this list so we can sort of set our bars for the future?
2: One of my favorite, I fucking love Mojo. Oh, shit. Uh, I love a villain with a different kind of uh, motivation than I just want to rob Mojo-vation. banks or fight for like, it. It's, it's he is evil in the way that all executives are evil, and he just wants to make that sweet, sweet television, and he looks like a monstrosity. He's the scariest thing.
1: Uh, do you know his, what? Like,
2: Weird spider legs.
1: <laughs> what I'm realizing right now is that in the Marvel Universe, oh, if you're a man. villain with the first two letters M-O, you're going to be a horrifying beast that drives around in a little cart.
0: This thing is like mm-hmm. the worst version of the Toy Story when that like fucked up kid made that fucked up toy. <laughs> Sick. Like, yeah. It's it's like worse than that, and I didn't know that it could exist. I, do, I don't yeah. like this guy.
2: For some reason, his mouth and eyes are pulled back even more mm-hmm. with metal wire. <laughs> uh, do you know it's why? No, is it so he can always watch TV?
1: Yeah, uh, this is like, the re- the, I totally get what you're saying, Mike, about the I don't, uh, robbing banks is stupid and killing mutants is stupid. This guy lives on a planet that he controls as a, a nonstop reality TV show and takes the X-Men there so they can get, and this is like in the late 80s, they can get high ratings on this reality show. Mm-hmm. And so he just pries his eyes open and sits there and directs reality TV all day, every day.
0: Oh, shit. That is, that is a good one. I think he's I
1: fucking like, awesome.
0: That actually, and he's so terrifying. Fuck, Mike, that is a good one.
2: Yeah. under Underrated in the real world, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's the only thing working against him is he's not very iconic when it comes to like the big...
1: Yeah, he hasn't been boys. in a movie, and I'm oh not sure God. if he's going to be in the cartoon show. So for me, based on what Cassie just said, I, I think that uh, that might not make him in the top two because we have Magneto and Sabretooth, but I would say three through seven is open for him.
2: Based, based on who, like, because we're taking the, the series that we've watched so far out of it a little, I'd put him at like number four right now.
0: I'm fine. Four feels good. He is like, he's got an intriguing story and he is a nightmare to look at. So I'm, fu- I'm yeah. fine with him being up there for sure. <laughs>
1: By the way, uh, Cassie is just predicting her future on this show. Like Mike and I are, I would say, six years away from looking like this and acting like this. Just (laughs) Cassie and two mojos trying to do a podcast. Just watch more superhero TV.
0: (laughs) That's why he's so terrifying to me.
1: All right, guys. So we're going to return to this throughout us watching the cartoon, but here's what we have right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have seven. Number seven is Onslaught because fuck that guy, fuck the 90s. (laughs) <laughs> Cassie, why not bring up the, the Clone Saga from Spider Man? I mean, Jesus Christ,
0: uh, <laughs> jackass! Okay, okay, all right, fuck me, I got it.
1: Number six is Bolivar Trask. The only per- the only way that this person could get to six and not seven is if Onslaught was brought up. Uh, number five is the Sentinels, which I think is actually pretty low. I was I thought the Sentinels would be higher because of how iconic they are. Um, but ahead of them, number four is Mojo. Number three is Henry Gyrich, which I think is is speaking to our dealing with the last four years and (laughs) (laughs) how how much we hate that shit. Number two is Sabretooth and number one is Magneto. So uh, we'll drop in every like couple of weeks. We'll add the uh, villains that we get to the cartoon and then bring up some more that maybe won't get a shot in the animated series. All right. Love Love it. it. Cassie, did I do Okay.
0: You did, you did a great job, Brian, but I am going to take this back from you, and we are going to be talking about uh, the actual X-Men episode we watched, coming up next. <laughs> Welcome to Eggs Tasmania, bitch, a mini-show within a show where we take an in-depth, episode-by-episode look at Fox's Seminole, an underrated early morning soap opera from the mid-90s X-Men, the animated series. This week, we are on the third episode now, so lo- allow me to catch all you up on what happened. On the third episode of X-Men, Beast is in jail, but it's Magneto to the rescue. The problem is that Beast wants a fair trial, so he's going to stay in jail. He obviously doesn't get a fair trial, leading to Magneto to throw a shit fit and set off a bunch of missiles. Meanwhile, we learn that Wolverine hates Sabretooth and wants to kill him in the middle of court and when he's in a coba. buds, I ask you this. How do we feel about the introduction of the Master of Magnetism? To ex Tasmania. <laughs> that was a sentence it's, that I set myself up for. A oh, bad one.
1: It's pronounced uh, Massa Sister of Magnetism. Mm, mm-hmm, for sure.
2: Magnetism. Uh, yeah, I mean, so this episode's called Enter Magneto, so you know it's going to be a big deal. This is the one that the studio pushed to be the pilot. Uh, and instead, they're like, no, the whole point is racism, so it makes more sense coming in. Like, I like how he's introduced, of he thinks differently than Professor X, but he's trying to rescue one of our guys. That's how we meet him. Yeah, he's just better than the X Men at getting into places.
0: It's right off the bat where you kind of get that he's he's a very rational guy. He's just very extreme in his beliefs. But like, there's a part of you like what makes him like part of a good villain is that he. You're kind of like well, it, like we said earlier, there is moments where you're like kind of like he is kind of right. Like you you we knew he wasn't going to get a fair trial if he went to it. Yeah, so you're like you do need to go with him, but. Yeah.
1: And, I mean, first of all, as far as, like, introducing him here, like, it's shocking that he's not in the first two episodes until you realize that they have 42 characters to introduce in the first two episodes, many of which are just not here. Like, already they're starting to leave people out of the script. Like, there's no rogue, there's no gambit, which is surprising. Um, But then, yeah, introduce all of that team and then give him his own episode or two. Um, But for the first half of this episode, we have... Wolverine and Magneto and Professor X dancing around lines and laws, you know? Towards the back half of the episode, they start making decisions that are like, no, I'm just going to be a criminal. I don't care. (laughs) But for the first half, they're all bringing up interesting things that I bet as a kid probably blew my goddamn mind.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, especially because, like, so... We the episode opens. Beast is in jail, and he's just reading. And the guards are just standing outside his thing, yelling old school racism. I like, mean Jim Crow level racism, Adam.
1: And these guards, like they're not just like four higher guards. They found the most southern Trump voting <laughs> guards to work there. Look at that blue bastard.
2: (laughs) They're like, look at that mutie trying to read. And one's like, no, 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 it's Animal Farm. He's looking at the pictures of his kind. Like, it's
1: like, what? He's probably rubbing out some blue jizz from his hairy hair. I I do say, I got to say, though, that Animal Farm is, it seems like a book that's a little below beast. Oh, yeah. And it feels like the reason that he would pick it is to get the guards to talk shit. Like, I feel like he's asking for shit there.
2: It's a smart book they would have heard of versus an actual smart book. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's got animal right there. You're setting up their own jokes. If he was reading Anna Karenina, I don't know what they would have said.
2: Yeah, there would have been nothing. They would have been like, how do you say that?
1: (laughs) 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 Tell us so we can make jokes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then uh i so professor x gives the lowdown on jubilee or to jubilee on him and magneto and here he just calls him magnus like he doesn't even get the eric uh it's just i was friends with magnus wait uh, hold
1: on let's i mean we got to go slow here mike because there's so much to talk about um we know him to be eric Lencher, but there was a time where his name was magnus because that name has the first four letters of that are the same as magnet so his powers happened to work out with what he was named as, and then oh, he just became. There's Magneto. a lot
2: of luck in the 60s and 70s of how people's names were and what they got turned into. Because yeah, he was Eric Magnus, and it was the movies that went. Let's just give him a real last name. <laughs> I'm Beastian. I'll be Beast. I guess I'll be Beast. <laughs> uh, and it, 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 like the, the story we know that has become like canon in all forms is they were World War II, and so it's hitting hard that way. But he's just like we met at the end of a war and does not like so they leave it so vague
0: yeah the introduction uh, to him like just his background story i feel like they did good at like first off just right out the gate he was the one where they didn't have to explain his powers we could actually see it through animation and then Mm -hmm. like to get his like all the past from it made his probably like the coolest introduction to any of them we've seen just because of the history and his powers
1: it was definitely smoother than Rogue in the first episode going, yes. <laughs> shit, this reminds me of my entire backstory.
0: <laughs> they, they got it on that third one. Um, but, but we know
1: now, I don't know about then, I don't know when this was introduced, but we know now how important World War II and specifically the Holocaust is to Eric Lencher's origin story. Yeah. How much power do we lose when you take that out when he watched Nazis ravage his people and then decided to never let that happen again?
2: I think a lot, a, a lot of Magneto is right, is that backstory. And here, Professor just says, We met at the end of a war. Mm-hmm. Magnus was angry because the people we were fighting killed his village. Like, it's so vague. So, like, it's still there, but it's vague enough that it doesn't hit the same as he was a kid in the Holocaust. Yeah. Like, that hits pretty hard.
1: Too hard, too hard for, there... for a Saturday morning cartoon in the early 90s. Do
2: you, do you think there's Holocaust deniers who are huge fans of the X Men who are like, Yeah, it's all fantasy, obviously? <laughs>
0: After these couple of years, I wouldn't doubt, I can't doubt anything. Uh, so, we did actually, at the trial, we got an introduction to um, another guy, Sabretooth. We got all of Beast trial, which was like televised and everything. People were all about it.
2: And, I and, could- and the judge really wants everybody to think it's on the up and up. Oh, right. Like, yeah. it really is this is fair. You don't have a lawyer, but you can talk for yourself. <laughs> I was
1: I was tricked for a while. Like There was a solid two minutes of this episode where I was like, oh, we got a good judge. We're going to do it. Beast, we're going to – Henry McCoy, we're going to get out of this. And then right at the
2: end, the judge was like, yeah, but fuck you. You're going to jail. (laughs) Beauty. Well, he did quote the bard. So (laughs) you got to get that out of here. The
0: line was so unreal. Uh, So we did get that full trial, which obviously goes poor for Beast. And then we get um, Sabretooth just busting in. And this is an introduction that didn't make any sense to me. Like, this guy (laughs) just appeared.
2: I think, and this is all extrapolation from what I know, I could be very wrong here, is that Magneto sent Sabretooth in. The minute it looked like Beast was going to get thrown back in jail, Magneto sent Sabretooth in to be like, no. But it really is just proving the humans right which yeah, they, is he, why Sabretooth is not the smart version here. He
0: couldn't have sent in a worse mu- mutant to get him out then. Like, and, his-
2: and, and Cyclops is nasty. Like, like they're always like, oh, protect the humans. But he, he's just like, oh, we got to help Sabretooth. They're going to kill him. It's like, I don't know, man. He did break into the wall and is throwing people around and killing them. So, ma- <laughs> I don't know. But
1: I I mean, I do think that, though, is sort of the, like, the social spotlight that, or magnifying glass that the show is doing because uh, when Magneto goes to get Beast... B says I am waiting for my fair trial and Magneto scoffs. Why do you think that you're going to get a fair trial, which is right. uh, the way that a lot of people in this country feel because of how you were born, you're not going to get a fair trial. And mm-hmm. then there's a lot of people in this country who just take the the route of if they already think me to be a villain, then right. why don't I just do it, you know? So Sabretooth is that is sort of, you know, it's it, it's not like it's not the most long-term thinking, but Sabretooth is saying, I'm going to get assumed of this no matter what. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to take the easy route. Right. And that's, that is something that really does happen. Yeah.
2: And yeah, very complex for a children's Saturday morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm eating tricks while watching this.
0: <laughs> uh, after this uh, breakout and everything, we do then get Magneto's attempt to, like, just destroy everybody where he takes over missiles. Uh, how did you guys feel about this whole little plot
2: well, line. Be, before that, can we sit on Sabretooth and Wolverine for a second longer? Because oh, yeah. Cyclops is like, they're going to kill him. And Wolverine goes, good, and folds his arms. Like, he'd rather watch Beast also get dragged out than helped. Because, uh, and then doubles down because uh, Sabretooth gets thrown into a coma, as you do when you're fighting the police. Mm-hmm. And so they bring him back to the mansion. And, there's like a distraction, so Wolverine goes to pull the plug while nobody is watching. It does, uh, yeah, and it does like, pull. It straight
1: up cuts through the plug. Wolverine has a lot of. Uh, what should I do? Oh, destroy everything in this episode, and that's the first one. Uh, they run in to yell at Wolverine. Don't plug Saber back in. By the way, they just
0: stood there.
1: Like, uh. uh but yeah, this is part of like the hypocrisy of the first half is that. Wolverine uh, specifically is like um you know I Sabretooth is broken to a court killing people I'm now going to kill him in a court but wait Wolverine what does that make you and then goes to kill Sabretooth which mm-hmm. makes him just like Sabretooth and then before like right when Magneto attacks says like how come we have to go kill your uh high school enemies but not my
2: high school enemies
1: yeah. you know everyone is full of shit and just doing, like being selfish and a hypocrite the entire time, including Professor and
2: X. Wolverine kind of calls it out yeah. and I think saves his what we thought of him for the first two episodes.
1: Yeah, Sabertooth. That's <laughs> what I would call him.
2: He, he saber-toothed it. Uh, when they go to find Magneto, Magneto, I do like the, his arrogance. He's like, oh, you're joining me. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome
0: to my plan. Do you want to know what's happening? <laughs>
2: And then proof that Wolverine doesn't really care, because Cyclops is like, come quietly or be taken. And Wolverine slips his claws, because uh, you got to slip the claws and say something. He goes, and I hope you want to be taken. <laughs> he just okay. wants to fight.
0: That's all. That's all he's about. He wants to go where he wants to go. He wants to fight. Um, but then fighting uh, Magneto did get our first like, successful team mission, where we got to see him like, actually working together, including mm-hmm. lone wolf Wolverine.
1: Yeah, oh, we're a team now? Bye. I'm just going to be by myself. (laughs) And still, he takes advantage of the team stuff. Like... He'll, he'll run right towards a wall and just assume Cyclops will blow it up before he gets <laughs> he, through the hole.
2: Well, he's such a good leader. Surely he won't let me look like an asshole and sprint right into this brick wall. But
1: if, if I'm fucking Cyclops, every <laughs> once in a while, I'm just going to be like, Wolverine, I got it. And then just don't got it.
2: Yeah, yeah or shoot just to the left of where Wolverine's going to... So. There is an opening, but he sprints right into the wall.
0: That's where the whole fight did start with like stuff like that. And then at the end, they were actually like working as a team. It was kind of cool to see them actually like yeah
2: because it's i do think the heavy hitter is not just in powers but in, like strategy and thinking it, it's storm wolverine and cyclops mm-hmm. in this mission fighting against magneto and the missiles and so that's why you see success here because gambit and Rogue and morph aren't there to fuck it up yeah
1: <laughs> well morph is dead <laughs> thank already. the lord morph is dead uh rest in pieces motherfucker <laughs> um but yeah like I was surprised that this happened so early and, and maybe it was budget. Maybe it was storytelling. Maybe we'll get in the in the to be continued for episode four. Maybe we'll get Rogue and Gambit side of it. Um, but for them to just be like, just to drop those two, you know, mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. just say like, uh, let's just have three. What, why, why, why would we have more than three? I was, yeah. I was surprised by that.
0: But it helps so much. And that- Not having Gambit. Mm-hmm. I feel like really helped this shit. Like it, it was insane how much better I felt about the fighting when Gambit wasn't there.
2: Cassie, he has playing cards. And he will tell you the rules of any card game you want to or don't want to know pro- while he fights you.
0: He just says them too fast. I can't learn in the time that he wants me to. Like, I need a full breakdown. I need a tutorial. And he's giving me, like, just little tips.
2: What did you guys think about Storm hacking the missiles with her lightning powers? <laughs> well, Was that very 90s? <laughs> once
1: once we get into the fight, it was a little Avengery in that um, every team has their Thors and their Hulks. And their um, Black Widows and their Hawkeyes, you know, like at a certain point, we need the goddess of weather, like, what? <laughs> and then n- nobody else on the team matters, and that sh- that should happen a lot. I mean, I hope it yeah. doesn't, but it, it probably will. Where she just goes up, she's she is going to straight up self sacrifice. She is going to yeah. pull a Tony Stark from the Avengers movie. She's going to kill herself, and then, shocking me. Professor X pulls a uh, Matrix-like, getting information to Neo. He's like, "Wait, hold mm-hmm. up, hold up, girl. I'm just gonna download missile information into your brain real quick from cer- <laughs> with Cerebro."
0: Yeah, it felt like that st- that part was a little insane because I felt like she could have known to just like gather up a storm to buy like send
1: the missiles somewhere. You need else, a man. <laughs> you need a man to help you out. Yeah
2: because I do like because he's like here's that and she's like oh I understand now aim them towards the water like that
1: (laughs) before she (laughs) don't kill
2: myself up into the air and she was just so sick of Cyclops and Wolverine's dick swinging bullshit (laughs) what
1: if we I was too all Cyclops (laughs) does is just scream no at his own team Uh, but what if we got it from Storm's point of view and a Cerebro comes in like the message is like hey don't kill yourself and she's like
2: oh oh I get it now (laughs)
0: don't I got you right, guys, we almost got to go to awards. Is there anything else you want to talk about right before then?
2: Showing that Wolverine is more of a team player, uh, it does end. He catches Storm, and he looks at Cyclops and goes, mission accomplished, buddy, (laughs) and fully means it. Like, I expected them to high-five as the credits came down over them. Called him
1: buddy, though. Yeah, Yeah. that was a big deal. Uh, I also, uh, a couple of things about Mags and Profix. They were never not old. Even in the flashback, they were old (laughs) as fuck. And... These eyebrows on these two gentlemen are just—where yeah. oh, did they yes. get these these eyebrows?
2: That is They're both played by Eugene Levy.
0: <laughs> but they go so like mags go up on the side, like nobody's uh-huh. eyebrows. Like he has shape them to go yeah. up. It's straight like Wario. Yes.
2: Well, I don't know if we meet. I don't know if Quicksilver is ever in this show, but there's a version of Magneto and Quicksilver. Their eyebrows go over their hair. Like, they grow out of their face, out of their hair, and back down. And I hope we see that at some point.
1: I wish there was a mario Mario thing going on where <laughs> instead of Magneto, his name was Warfesser W. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: too. Oh, I would love that. All right. You guys ready to give away some awards? So ready. Oh, yeah. All right. Our first award, as always, is MVP. Uh, Ryan, let's start with you for that one.
1: I mean, disp- like. Basically, what she does is uh, destroys all the rockets, saves all the days, and puts up with all the fucking bullshit testosterone around her. Uh, I have a feeling that we're going to get used to saying Storm is the MVP.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has to be Storm. She literally did not need the other two. Yeah, because Wolverine (laughs) just punched computers while she handled the problem.
1: And I can't believe that didn't work. He goes in fully confident, and then after like and just destroying things, and after three swipes, he's like, "What the fuck? I thought (laughs) I thought this would do it."
0: Yeah, it absolutely, it's 100% Storm, and like it's always going to be Storm. Uh, Ryan, I'll give that point to you. So, next award, least valuable player, Mike.
2: I don't want to say Jean Grey every episode, and I actually don't even think she was in this one, so I'm going to say because he did not help his case, he did everything uh, the worst way uh beast and him saying fair trial i want to see that i'm one of them mm-hmm. but he talked down to this jury of your peers they're idiots and he's still like and shall i quote the bard?" Yeah. he's a uh, I,
1: <laughs> he's a civil rights hero he's he's trying to do civil rights in a different way than magneto he's not the lvp
2: i i think he's the lvp he did it poorly but
0: he did quote the bard ryan did like he, he quoted the bard so um all right ryan who do you got for it then
1: and for so long that quote just kept <laughs> going uh it's totally cyclops cyclops went out there uh shot a couple of optic blasts but was way worse than episode two everything he said was like storm don't do that wolverine no jubilee stop it i can't even see you but you better stop that was his entire job it's slim with the tilted goggles
0: and like the one time he so that the previous episodes when he was saying no all the time he at least helped like he took out the sentinel like you said he didn't do anything Mm -hmm. in this one So that that is a fair one. He blew open
2: that wall. He
0: did. After, for himself and himself only, he did. Um, I have, I think it's always going to be my LVP is Wolverine. And that's because, one, the computers like we talked about. But also, he was so cryptic as to why they shouldn't trust Sabretooth. Everybody was like, why do you hate him so much? And he was just like, I do. Like, you had the time. (laughs) Explain yourself, dude. You had the fucking time to explain it. And he simply just would not, just to be cryptic. And I can't stand it.
2: So, he saw how everybody's eyes rolled at Rogue last week when she went into her full backstory. So he's like, well, I'm not going to make them sit through my bullshit.
1: <laughs> I do. The, the most affecting part of like, Wolverine's emotions that we got is that almost all everyone else at the same time was like, well, it wasn't too long ago where we thought you, we treated you like Saber Tooth. And he was like, what the fuck? That fucking hurts me. Why would you say that to me?
2: <laughs> he didn't know. He thought
1: he was a super awesome guy this entire time.
2: <laughs> he never heard the backhanded <laughs> compliments.
0: Uh, fucking Wolverine cracks me up. Um, I would give it to him. I think I'm going to give the award to uh, you, Ryan, though, because sight, like, yeah. he just didn't do anything. Um, All right, next award to give out is best use of powers. Ryan, let's start with you.
1: Now, I know typically this is like a storm with lightning and shit, but we have to admit that Sabretooth's powers are his strength, agility, and feralness. He busts into the courtroom and two or three security guards running behind him and he picks up a chair and knocks all the motherfuckers out at the exact same time. And that's how I would use my powers. They all go the fuck down immediately. So I'm giving it to Sabre too.
0: Hell yeah. Mike, what do you got?
2: Uh, we saw the entire X-Men team really struggle last week to get into one of these mutant control agencies facilities and Magneto comes in and throws tanks around, rips off walls. Mm-hmm. Like, he basically walked in and owned that place, uh, letting you know how weak the X-Men actually are and how boss he is. Uh, it's intimidating and awesome, and I would join his Brotherhood of Evil Mutants any day.
0: Yeah. His inter- like, him coming in, you were just like, oh, he's unstoppable and can do whatever he wants. Like, it was, it was super... It was super cool to see. Um for best use of powers I have Cyclops for putting that hole in the wall, but not until <laughs> after watching Wolverine climb it. And then he was like, I can actually just get in. Uh but Mike, I'm gonna give that one to you because it is just insane powers yes. used right. right in next. the very
1: beginning, when he goes to get beast, he puts up a shield around them and they fire into it and they don't notice the lasers. Like they just stand yeah. there and talk. Yes. And then they bring confusion. out the they bring out the tanks and like the machine guns and they're still like Stop! But like they don't do not care. <laughs> like it doesn't affect my needle at all.
0: Yeah, it's wild. Okay, next award we got best gasp line. And uh, Mike, I'm gonna start with you.
2: I think because it's the level of sass in Wolverine's voice. We already talked about it. It was how come we're supposed to trash your old enemy, but be nice to mine? Like he thought that was such a good burn.
0: But it was like it was a good thought he had, and I was so proud of him for that. Like I gasped just for him putting like a coherent thought together and a valid point. I was like, look at him, look at the little boy. not
1: Not to be this person, but I think the line was. I ask why we're supposed to trash your old enemy and not mine when I want to ask why we're supposed to trash <laughs> your old enemy and not mine.
0: Yes, that is the proper quote. Uh, Ryan, what do you got for this?
1: Uh, somebody, probably Jean Grey, it's probably the only thing she does, says uh, critical mutant injury incoming or something when they're bringing saber tooth in, and Jubilee stands up after kissing Professor X for some reason. <laughs> y- looks yes, right, weird. Uh, looks right into the camera and gasps her fucking water balloon balls <laughs> off. She literally does it. So I think it has to go to Jubilee. Fuck,
2: man. Her gasp is the gasp <laughs> line.
0: <laughs> when they wrote in the script, gasp is the gasp line. That's such a strong argument. Uh, I have for it, my guess, uh, it's the, actually the judge in that during that moment because when Beast quotes the bard, and he says, like, if you cut me, don't, don't I not bleed too? And the jar- judge comes back with, don't tempt everybody. And I was like, oh, damn. It was a straight, like, warring <laughs> moment. <laughs> I legitimately was like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. Um, but, God, Ryan, I, you worked the system. I'm going to give that one to you. Uh, all right. We're actually going to, we have a new award this week that we're going to give out. I want to do most 90s thing. Uh, Ryan, let's start with you for that one.
2: I don't have it.
1: We said we're gonna do it next week, Cassie. Yeah.
2: We had a meeting and said we would do this next week and we all agreed and went, Yes, next week. Mm,
0: I was uh my, I heard that meeting oppositely. So indeed we are next week, you guys. Teaser. My nineties
1: my of- my nineties moment is when Cassie was like, Let's do the nineties moment as if gnarly bro. <laughs>
0: All right, I'm gonna give that point for me for being a great host. Uh, then we are gonna give best joke. Ryan, do you have a best joke of the episode?
1: It's court tomatoes. After Beast, <laughs> cuts, <laughs> after Beast reads or quotes the Bard, and the judge is like, "No, get this mutie out of here!" Everyone who brought court tomatoes throws their court tomatoes.
2: Well, they just were showing they also know Shakespeare yeah. history. We know we know how
1: to be groundlings.
2: We're the groundlings. <laughs> You're gonna
1: get some court tomatoes.
0: <laughs> the part was the most unreal. They all had to get together. They're like, you, you know we're bringing tomatoes to this, right? And they're like, obviously. It was so unreal. Uh,
2: well, we're going to court.
0: Gotta, gotta bring the tomatoes. Mike, what do you got?
2: Uh, I think this is the first hint that uh, Storm's power is killer, which is how you deal with an overpowered uh, person on your team. is they, they get knocked out if they use them too hard. And so Wolverine they get catches up again. her. Huh?
1: They do get up again. Yeah. You're never You're going to keep her down. Now.
2: Yeah. Uh, but Wolverine catches Storm and looks at Cyclops and says, "Must be our company," which is like uh, such a non-joke. But isn't he trying? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, it is. It's like almost a dad joke, and you gotta respect that. Nobody's uh, been
1: more of a father with less sperm than Cyclops.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have for the best joke was the joke that the writers pulled when they made those guards just the most hick motherfuckers because like, <laughs> like, a genuine. Was true to he me. reading a book? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but Ryan, it's got to be the Court Tomatoes. I hate that you've done so good at this round. It's actually killing me. So, Boo. Mike, me and you, we've got one point. My one is from being a good host, so you know that one counts. And Ryan, you did get four of those. So, congrats. Fuck you. Um, that's all we have for next <laughs> as the third episode. We're going to be talking about more. But that is all for this show. All we have to do is some plugs. So, Mike, can you tell me about some websites?
2: Your is where everything we make lives, uh, throw a slash Amazon at the end of that shop till you drop. And it helps us go to patreon.com slash your pop filter to help us out a little more directly. Pick a tier, get some extra tent. And, uh, one I've forgotten to talk about for weeks is uh, rate this slash superhero, uh, and rate this podcast.com slash superhero there. And it helps.
1: And we are advising that you do shop until you drop, but do not dance until your feet
2: fall off. No? no?
1: That's permanent,
2: yeah. Because you will have to be part of the goddamn club Right at that point.
0: Right, can you tell us about some other shows that are in this club?
1: Yes, of course. If you're listening to the superhero show show, then you should also be listening to Movie of the Year, where me and Mike fight each other to determine what is the single greatest movie of any given year. Also, Greg... Or Ian might be on there. That's from the Patreon. (laughs) Guys, don't even worry about that. Yeah,
2: got to listen to the Patreon to figure out what that means.
1: (laughs) Also, Cassie is trying to figure out what is the single greatest thing of her 20s, of any given year of her 20s, and that Mm -hmm. is the unnatural 20s. Please subscribe, rate, and review all of those shows.
0: And Mike, we're on social media, right? Fact. Fact. And how could people find (laughs) us on that?
2: Oh, you want me to elaborate? No, I do You're at
0: confirmed a fact. Like, thank you for that. Everybody knows now.
2: At Your Pop Filter on Twitter, on Instagram. End of list.
0: That's it. It's so easy. We've also got an email. to contact at Your Pop Filter. Send us whatever emails you want. If you want to tell us. Hey, Cassie.
1: Cassie, sorry. Sorry. Speaking of easy, do you know what's easy to manage? What? Let me tell you this real quick. Uh, You wouldn't pay for a house without receiving the keys to the door, so why should you expect anything different from your website provider? CyberSprout provides tools and training (laughs) that make managing and tweaking your business's website a breeze. From easy-to-edit fields, custom templates, and -and drag-and-drop tools, you'll have the power to keep your site current. And if you need help, CyberSprout is always available. Guys, we love CyberSprout. We back up CyberSprout. Please search for CyberSprout right now and check them out. They will make everything in your life easier as long as it deals with the things that they deal with.
0: 100%. Good, it's, perfect tagline. <laughs> it's crazy that they did that. It's so good and so easy, as you said. All right, you guys. Next week, we got a big episode. We are going to be talking about The Walking Dead World Beyond. The gang is going to play a deadly game of Truth or Dare. Of course, they are. The second part of Magneto's introduction and also the return of Unnatural 20's most beloved reject, Caitlin, is going to be on the show. So it's going to be an energy Yeah, the studio. Yeah,
2: I'm going to pass. I'm not coming. You're just going to bail? (laughs) Yeah, I can't. I can only handle so much of Caitlyn.
0: I I get it. I understand. And that's valid. So you won't hear Mike next week, but you get that chaotic energy. Uh, It's because, Cassie,
1: it's because of Mike and Caitlyn's won't they, won't they attitude. Like, (laughs) (laughs) their chemistry together.
2: All right. Won't they shut the fuck up?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to see if they will next week. For Mike, I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I am me. For me, I am Mike. Bye, everyone.